So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. My name's Hunter, and I'll be your host, diving back in to the world of HHN after a nice little break. You know, we we did that Beetlejuice announcement episode, and we're like, oh man, announcement season. We going, baby. We going to get all sorts of news very soon. And then tumbleweeds. And we're going to talk about that for in a, in a little bit. But hey, it's been too long. We needed to warm up a little bit before we came back to finish HHN 25, talking about the shows um, that were featured at the event. So Shelby pitched this idea where they basically said, hey, you know what? This is something that's been requested for such a long time. This is something that we have wanted to do Shelby, you know what? I you know I love playing this game because podcasts do it all the time. You're never going to guess what we're going to talk about. I talked about it on Grim Grinning Host not that long ago. It's in the title. You know what you clicked on. But Shelby, hello, welcome. Of course, nice to have you back. Hello. What are we talking about tonight? Um, I believe we're going to be talking about uh, video game based haunted houses at Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, basically, what has already existed and what we want to exist. Not just houses, but uh, I think scare zones too. Yes, this is the oft-requested, but we've never got around to it, video game-themed episode, video game-themed event coming to Halloween Horror Nights, at least in our minds, because that's the only way this is going (laughs) to ever happen. So, to kind of bring it full circle, coming back to the podcast for the first time since the Stay and Screamcast wrapped up, what is going on, Duff? Hey, I'm I'm not at all offended that it took me this long to get an invite to like the actual uh, catacombs, but yo, I'm yeah happy to be here. Otherwise, Look, sure. I told you this earlier. Look, you 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 made it to the mini series. Like mm-hmm. that was catacombs' content last year. You yeah. you got to wear that yeah. with pride, at least. Sure. I mean, it was also ours. So like, <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah, so you guys just did that whole basing an event on a very like niche criteria, and I said, hey, you know what? That's a lot of fun. Let's do it for video games. Um, and hey, I'm excited to see what we come up with because, you know, this is such a broad thing. We, we talk about all the time how theme parks are underutilizing video game content. In fact, we just got Super Nintendo World this year. Of course, after being pushed back due to the pandemic, um, there's more on the horizon for Nintendo, but this is such a like wide open area for themed entertainment, um, whether that is a theme park land or just an attraction or even haunt attractions. And we're going to talk about that. But before we get into that, I believe we owe you guys just a little bit of a conversation about, hey, it's been a minute without news. How are we feeling about that? And how are we feeling about HHN 30 this year? Kind of slowly ramping back up into season. Shelby, you know, mm-hmm. it's, like I said, it's been a minute since Beetlejuice. How are we are we getting excited for HHN thirty or is it really not going to start to hit the hype wheels until we get our next announcement? 
I have no idea. I think we were like thrown a curveball with last year, like entirely. And also that incredibly early Beetlejuice announcement. I don't know, honestly, what to expect right now. So I, it's all up in the air. I mean, I'm excited no matter what, but we'll see. Yeah, it's kind of thrown the this last year has kind of thrown my my hype to the wind because normally it feels weird to say this, but my body's like on an internal clock at this point where it's just like, <laughs> oh man, it's January. That means a new year of Halloween horror nights to get ready for. And then I had that last year, and then you know March and the beginning of April happened, and it just completely disappeared. It kind of came back for HHN Light, but you know that's not the full event. Yeah. So like. I feel like that quote unquote internal clock for me is not going to actually reset until I am inside the gates of Halloween right. Horror Nights this year. Usually and- for me, it's like right when Mardi Gras ends, that's when the hype for Horror Nights sort of begins. But Mardi Gras yeah. was extended so long this year. I just wanted it to end. <laughs> so now I, again, I just don't know what to expect. Sure, sure. Duff, you know, over at 365, you guys being weekly, you, you've kind of kept us up to date on how you're feeling about the event and what certain mandates and just rollouts and everything are at. Are you still kind of just like, eh, it's going to happen? Or are you kind of like, yeah, I'm excited for it. It's Halloween well, Horror Nights. Of course, I'm I mean, excited. I'm the exact opposite of you. I think typically I'm kind of like Shelby where like Mardi Gras is the point where I go from like, you know, I'm always excited for Horror Nights, but that's when it's like, all right, this is the next big thing. Um, so it's really time. Uh, but with last year and how everything went, honestly, I've been in that mode since um, probably September, like just cause I never got a full Horror Nights last year. Like that hype never died and I've just been carrying it for months <laughs> and I still have several more months to go. So that's unfortunate, but yeah, no, hasn't died down at all. Uh, I, I've basically, been waiting for over a year with like full hype at this point i guess yeah and it's you know there there's just so much up in the air like yeah we've got the beetlejuice announcement we have the dates which is great but just there's very little to get excited about in the traditional sense and i do feel like part of that is um just (laughs) to to be frank the the speculation maps and the the rumor game have not changed much um, mm-hmm. since last year, we kind of had a pretty good idea w- of what was being built at the time. And that's just kind of set there, which is great. You know, this is all like stuff that nobody ever got a chance to see. There's no reason for it to get tossed to the wayside, but it's also like, you don't have that like speculation season in full swing, which I guess like we won't truly get that feeling until next year again. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, that that's a big deal for me personally. That's one of my favorite parts is the build up and just there's no build up. So I'm just waiting for the event to start. That's that's where I am. And uh, hopefully it comes, you know, swiftly because <laughs> uh, boy, am I ready? I had a, a terribly wrong prediction that I made sometime after the cancellation was announced where I said, uh, yeah, we won't get like the full speculation season. But, you know, speculating on how they're going to operate and just operations in general for the event are going to be as fun it's not it's definitely not that was a terrible take and i regret ever saying that (laughs) yeah yeah it is one of those and it's just you know there's so much that's constantly changing there really is uh no way and honestly i don't even think uh the people that are hosting the biggest halloween party in the world really know how they're going to execute this thing until 
Uh, <laughs> it sucks to say this, but like they're not really going to put this all together until maybe July or even mm-hmm. getting into August. It's it's going to be yeah. by your bootstraps, and that's just the way things are. But you know, they're, they're just watching like the vaccination rates and deciding when they want to announce something or not. Yep. Yep. Do your part. Get vaccinated. All three of us are vaccinated, ready to go, yep. ready to go back to, to huffing on the fog machines, as we said on the last episode. <laughs> we we are ready to go. But um, so um, as, as we have talked privately before, why haven't we got an announcement? I think that's pretty clear. Universal's marketing is focusing so, so heavily on VelociCoaster right now. Yeah. Um, and that is their major priority for the resort, getting those summer guests back in. But do we think that we're going to go another month without an announcement? I can kind of go either way on this. Um, I know that's that's a, a, a cop-out, but I could totally see them doing, if you guys remember, HHN 27's announcement season when mm-hmm. Volcano Bay was opening. That was a big reason for, for that dropout was because all the marketing power was behind Volcano Bay. Didn't want to deter from that. Duff, yeah. where do you sit? Are we getting some this month? Are we getting some next month after Velocicoaster? I'd predict it would be after Velocicoaster. I could see something smaller, uh, like Bride or Tooth Fairy, you know, seeing as people have already seen it. So it, it would sure. be considered a smaller announcement at this point. Uh, so maybe something smaller like that, but anything more than that, I, I'd be shocked. And honestly, yeah. I I wouldn't personally predict anything till after Velocicoaster. I would say go even smaller and do like the announcement of the ticket packages and no houses or anything. Yeah, that's true. That's possible. Let's hope we don't have a repeat of our good friend Gary Pounds's um, Excel spreadsheet, which just has disappointment, which was about the Volcano Bay Hotel package <laughs> giveaway announcement. Um, never forgotten that from 27. But oh yeah, God, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm personally in team camp, not till Velocicoaster, but I honestly can't say, of course, they're going to want to start getting people more excited. I think they're going to need to pull out uh, one of the big guns for the next announcement. That way people mm-hmm. can start planning for their travel. Like, hey, Beetlejuice is great, but what else are you pulling out? Whether that's right. Haunting of Hill House uh, or whatever. I, I think like the Icons and um, the the Cary, Ohio rumored houses are going to be later in season because that's more of a local thing. But mm. hey, we'll we'll see. We're 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 close enough. Like next <laughs> month will be here before we know it. To be perfectly I know. honest, I don't like it. I know. I know. It's time. I feel like January was like two weeks ago. <laughs> I still think uh, 2015 was like three years ago. Like I know. Tops. So yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you. But all those, the kids these days are like, yeah, 2006 was so long ago. You're so old. I'm like, oh. I started high school. <laughs> what do you mean it was that long ago? <laughs> don't, don't, don't remind me. I, I know. All right, so let's go ahead and dive into our main topic of discussion this evening, which is all about the video game themed event for Halloween Horror Nights. But before we get started, I think we'd be remiss not to notate, of course, two major video game properties have shown up at the event. Um, And that is, of course, going to be referring to Silent Hill, which was at 22 And then the following year, during 23, the Resident Evil franchise made its debut over at Halloween Horror Nights. Silent Hill and Resident Evil made their debut several years back at this point at the event. So obviously, being two of the titans of video game horror, I don't think you can do a video game themed event without these properties showing up. So (laughs) what we said is, hey, like... 
how do we incorporate these things in a different way? You know, they both got soundstage houses. That's kind of the creme de la creme as far as representation at the event. And it, it pretty much came to me pretty easily to be perfectly honest. Like what would you do? And I guess the first one is obviously you got to go to a scare zone. So for resident evil, what makes the most sense? You turn New York into raccoon city, right? Like that's, that's what you do. Yeah. It would be honestly a dream scare zone for me. If resident evil made it out there in New York, because there's just so much you could do. And zombies are just so easy. You could have some dude on stilts walking around as like Nemesis or Mr. X mm-hmm. and have a Leon, have a Claire, have a Chris, you know, characters running around, maybe have a mini show up on the stage, have the characters verse off against Mr. X. It, yeah. There's so many possibilities. It's awesome. And I want it to be a thing. <laughs> I'm even imagining, you know, just like the entrance to this house uh, during 23 was you were walking into Raccoon City and then you had Leon standing on top of the the police vehicle shooting. And it's just like, that's that's like perfect. You can totally see that translating into the streets. Yeah. Uh, Duff, you know, this was actually before Shelby and I's time during the event. How mm-hmm. would you feel about Resident Evil making its return, but in a scare zone format? I'd be for it. I actually wasn't the biggest fan of the house. And that might be because that's a that's a series that just doesn't resonate with me like it does many others. Um, and, and, you know, an execution of a single house doesn't mean it's a bad property to bring to the event again. Um, not that I'm saying it was bad execution. That, that'd be mean. I'm not going to say that. Uh, but yeah, no, I think bringing it back in a different form, like a scare zone, would be the best way to do it. Um, and it just has like such a large kind of, not an open world, but there's so many different scenes that are involved that you could really spread it out well in the scare zone. Yeah. 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 And, you know, the house did try to do some innovative things. Like, the thing that got brought up a ton in the marketing material was the infamous pause room, which mm. then everybody went through and they're like, okay, I guess. <laughs> which is, you know, it's fine. But I just think putting it on the streets of New York, yeah, it's another zombie theme for New York, which has happened several times. But it's also themed to a pretty beloved IP. And I, I feel like just kind of a hybrid between the video game franchise and you know the um <laughs> beloved or absolutely despised movie series either way <laughs> the representation if you kind of bend those two things together i think people would be pretty excited for this and there's just like i said at the top there's no way you're doing a video game event without incorporating i think resident evil or silent hill again yeah and there's just so many um materials to pull from when it comes to resident evil you could pull from however many of the games that you want and just slap them into the scare zone i think it just works out pretty well do you think the somewhere in the zone you just have a backdrop for a stage and it's the resident evil 6 the guy sucking off the giraffe uh cover art (laughs) (sighs) you thought you were gonna make it to the episode without that reference shelby you're wrong (laughs) (laughs) i want a guy walking around with like a bag on his head and it has a name tag that says ethan winters on it (laughs) he's uh you project who you want him to be (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that's great or or you just every cast during the event has a different person playing ethan winters like it's never the same person (gasps) i like that (laughs) there we go there we go i feel like we have to incorporate our favorite uh, vampire lady at this point, right? Like Village is is too popular with the online community. See, maybe, but I feel like v- Village has 
I mean, I just played it. I just finished it yesterday. Um, yeah. It has so many different visuals from Raccoon City because it's not based at Raccoon City. Um, you can make it into a house. You, I mean, it's just a giant, like, spooky village. Yeah. So. Well, I was going to, you could probably even do all scare zones themed to Resident Evil, which I think is biting mm-hmm. off a lot. And that's getting a little too Walking Dead with it. But you can incorporate, <laughs> you know, the villages, whether that's Resident Evil 4 or, of course, Village. You can o- incorporate some of the various settings um, from Resident Evil 5, which has a lot of different settings that you could, you know, visit. So there, there, yeah, there would be so. a lot of room there if they decided to. But yeah, Raccoon City, yeah. you're right. You should kind of hang out around there, I think. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, but well, it would be cool. So, like I said... It. What happened? No, go, go on ahead. I can chime Oh, down. sorry. You can, uh, um, what, as I was saying, you could have the giant Lady D on stilts walking around in Raccoon City if you wanted with her big... Yeah, that's only going to cause problems. Hat. You and I both know this. <laughs> <laughs> what, man? She's got a big hat. Uh, yeah, the the big hat. That's that's mm-hmm. what's going to cause That's problems. what I noticed immediately about um, that character. Big old hat. Um, (laughs) But, hey, so going on into, you know, if Resident Evil's getting a zone, Silent Hill's got to come back. I also think a scare zone would be ideal for that. Now, Duff, hear me out. Hear me out. One Mm. of the most iconic images of Silent Hill is the Welcome to Silent Hill sign, the fog crawling in, right? That Mm. is a perfect scare zone for Central Park. I just... I don't understand how you could mess that up, putting it in that section of the park. Yeah, no, you're right. You're completely right. I mean, how do you mess up any scare zone in that location? I don't understand. It's. it's I mean, we did have Lair of the Banshee not that long ago. Ooh. I said, I did say how, not that it hasn't happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, but yeah, no, you're, you're completely right. I think, um, I can't, yeah, I can't think of anywhere else it would fit any better. Yeah, especially you got the fog machines pumping. We did get to see that with the Township of Cary uh, sign, you know, two years ago with t- mm-hmm. uh, Twisted Tradition. And that that totally kind of pulls from that image. But I'm just thinking you have that and then, you know, it's the middle of the night. The park is closing and just there's nobody walking through there. And you've got the Welcome to Silent Hill sign. And you've just got like two nurses tweaking up by the front of it. That man, that it would be so freaking cool. And like, if you're going to bring back Silent Hill, I think that's the way to do it. You put it in that section of the park. Would you put the pyramid head on stilts clomping around? I would put him on a throne, like on, on the grassy section, I think, or like hmm. kind of near Cafe La Bamba. You see what I'm saying? Put him on yeah. the throne, mm-hmm. and then maybe you have another one walking around. Look, if you can put multiple Sams in Central Park, then I think you could have two pyramid heads, right? Like one walking around dragging his sword, not actually dragging, but you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And then one actually in the throne for a photo op. Yeah. I like that. Well, thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. I like it. (laughs) Well, so let's go ahead and dive into our ideas though. We've all collected three haunted houses we'd like to pitch. And then we all have one more scare zone to, round things out so actually duff why don't you go ahead and start with your first selection for Ooh, okay so video I get game for, edition so Put i feel like i should probably pick something that could potentially be be stolen from me later at that point um well i guess i'll, I'll go with the one that probably has the most chance i tried to keep them pretty eh, not small franchises but you know not ones that are like definite picks um mm-hmm. so the first one is going to be a house 
based off of Dead Space. Yeah. Uh, see, that's sort yeah. of on my list. Um, Dead Space. So Dead is, Space, uh, yeah. what I love about it is you basically get Alien without it actually being Alien. Yeah. So that's cool. You know, that's a property I do want to see come back. And that seems impossible at this point with the Fox uh, being bought out by the mouse. So, um, yeah, this is how we get Alien. I mean, it's basically the same kind of concept. Alien artifact on turns a spaceship into terrifying creatures. And these creatures are actually like almost xenomorph level scary. Like, yeah, don't look really the same, but they look fantastic. Um, might be my favorite part of the game, which is. I guess kind of the point of a horror game, you know, you want your, your creatures to be terrifying. Sure. Um, and another thing specifically for a house that I think is great about this uh, franchise is that sound design in that game is so important. And I think it could really make uh, for a terrifying experience in a house, which can be tougher to pull off, you know, um, cause there's loud rooms and quiet rooms and sometimes those blend in together, but if they can make it work, uh, I'd be blown away. Yeah, I've actually never finished that game. I should probably finish it oh, someday. Yeah, pretty much all of it is is worth playing through. And you know what's funny, Duff? You you mentioned a couple times about how much you want Alien, and you and I and Shelby, we all know how much uh, Alien you know means to me, and uh, of course it means a lot to Shelby as well. We've we've yeah. bonded over that several times. But you know, on my list, I actually had Alien Isolation, and I was like, <laughs> is this just going to be Alien? Because yes, that is my favorite horror video game, but but it also felt like a total cop out. So dead mm-hmm. space was kind of my substitute for that. Okay. Yeah. But I, I'm totally Same. glad that you brought it up because it does have that very claustrophobic feeling as far as like, whether it's the Nostromo or the ship on dead space and going through and facing off against these foes. I mean, what's really awesome about dead space is just the amount of <laughs> blood and gore in it. Like you've got mm-hmm. this awesome slicer gun and you're like chopping off the limbs of these aliens and everything like that. And like, that's so cool. And with HHN's budget, of course this would have to be a soundstage house, right? Um, uh, yeah. 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 I, I mean, maybe you could pull it off in a tent after saying what they could do with like nightingales last year. See, then I think you might run into kind of a depths of fear type issue where it's the scale possible. just doesn't match what it should be. Yeah. But you're using that claustrophobia to your advantage. That is true. Yeah. That's true. So it depends. Like, what's the trade? Are you trading off scares for special effects? Or what's the balance there? I could see it going either way. But, yeah, this is a solid first pick. And, you know, I'll take any chance for more sci-fi horror at the event. You know, Depths of Fear, love it or hate it. You know, it was that sci-fi horror section uh, for that year. And I think it's it's due time to, to have something else. So... And uh, you wouldn't be shocked, but I actually had Alien Isolation as like a uh, uh, just-in-case option yeah. on my list. It just it feels dirty, right? Like it feels like a cheat because I, yes, it's a sequel, but it's it's totally just the Alien franchise. It's such well, a good game, yeah. though. It is. It's the Spoiler, best. Spoiler: I I have a cop out that I might use. We'll see. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Maybe. We'll see. Well, Shelby, what are you thinking? What is your first house you'd like to start off with? I think everybody knows this already. <laughs> I um, think so, too. <laughs> you listening in the audience, what do you guess? Um, my first pick is Bioshock. Specifically, yeah. one and two, or just one. You can't really do the third one. You just weird. call it uh, but, Welcome to Rapture, or something like that. You know, just fit it all together. Yeah, Yeah, just, I mean... You could literally, it could literally just be you trying to get through Rapture alive. It doesn't have to really do anything with 
um, Jack, or the main character, it's just you are in Rapture, trying to avoid splicers and big daddies and robots, or, you know, machine guns and turrets, and just... There's so many possibilities to make a Bioshock house absolutely goddamn gorgeous. Yeah. You could do so many, like, um, like what would they did with, I think it was Scary Tales in 2018, with yeah. the TV screens that had the bubbles coming mm. up before the mermaid area. You could do stuff like that, like, all over the house, like, fake... Uh, fake water screens and stuff like that. No, and then totally. you have either like a giant big daddy suit or like a massive puppet with the drill and everything. Oh, I think both. Like you, yeah. you totally go for it on on both ends, and you can even have like the big daddy suits, or I guess you could do a puppet, but just like drilling into the splicer and then you've got the strobes going and the sound effects and just, you know, people talked about consistently how the, the whir of that dental drill got under their skin during two fairy. Yeah. Like imagine that oh, yeah. 10 times bigger, obviously <laughs> there's literally like, there's so many possibilities and I would want a house that the, the people creating it aren't trying to, recreate rapture but are making their own version of rapture or parts of rapture that haven't been seen in the games that is what i want to see totally and i i feel like the worst part of this is we were probably robbed of this house at some point if gore verbinski actually got to make his bioshock movie which is perfect read Mm -hmm. the script um but like if he actually got to make that I totally could have seen that, you know, making it its way over to Halloween Horror Nights. But yep. now we're kind of in a wait and see, uh, you know, era. Like, you know, there there's rumors that the next game is going to be coming out, whether that's Bioshock 4 or just kind of reimagining. Maybe it will get its chance, but I feel like that movie was like the perfect time for them to try to do it. And it just never yeah. happened. Did you ever see the concept art? Uh, I, it's, it's come across uh, a couple times. Yeah, it's so good. It, it makes perfect. me so sad. <laughs> There's actually a whole pitch that you can read. I think it's like an armchair Imagineering type deal. Uh, mm-hmm. This guy who did a complete overlay of Poseidon's Fury, turning it into Ooh. a Bioshock oh. attraction. And it's like 12 minutes. Um, it's using, if I remember correctly, it's using the same system that Tokyo Disney Sea uses for their, their 20,000 leagues under the sea. Oh, uh, nice. Kind of like that bubble pod. Oh man, it's Bioshock is so interesting because it is one of those like IPs or just like themes that I think would totally support not even Halloween Horror Nights, but just like work in a theme park period. Yeah, absolutely. And it just makes me frustrated that a lot of people in upper positions of power don't really see the significance of video games in people's lives until like Nintendo. And I really hope that Nintendo changes things and makes people realize that, Oh, maybe like people play video games sometimes, except, and you know, it's not always just kids playing Fortnite. (laughs) No, they're playing overwatch and they're vaping their dicks. (laughs) 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 Well, you gave me the perfect transition there. Shelby, when we started talking about this, um, you said you better cover this. And I was like, well, damn it. I thought no one was going to expect no. this. <laughs> and now it's, it's out there in the open and we know what's coming. And, um, I recently made a proclamation, uh, back in October, uh, maybe December, one of the two, but basically I said, Hey, you know what? I've got a new favorite game of all time. That's, that's high, high praise, uh, for, for me who, who does go through a fair amount of games. And I am of course talking about 
Luigi's Mansion 3. I had an absolute blast with it. It was the bomb. And because you guys have talked about two very intense houses, I'm like, hey, you know what? People always get to talk about their treehouse of horror house and just like, oh, you know, a great comedy house. This one is definitely the most family friendly that that HHN would probably ever go. But come on, Luigi's Mansion at Halloween Horror Nights. You've got that Nintendo relationship. Yes, it's incredibly hard to pitch this thing to <laughs> Nintendo. Nintendo is is absolutely jumping out of their skin at this even being brought up. But <laughs> man, this would be a ton of fun going through gonna, the mansion. Oh, go on ahead. Oh, I was going to say you're going to cease and desist just by talking uh, about it. <laughs> literally, literally. But you know what? Like I said, if people can have their treehouse of horror, I can have this. How would you do it? Projection mapping. You'd have some big like mascot suits. Yes, it looks silly. Yes, it's fun. But like. Man, I just I think it would be such a blast to have some Nintendo representation. And once again, I know this is something that is never in a million years going to happen, especially at Halloween Horror Nights. But even if it's one of those things where if it's tangentially HHN, like if Japan says, here's Luigi's Mansion Haunted House, I'm going to claim it because I love it. <laughs> and I, uh, I don't know. I just think Ghostbusters plus the Mushroom Kingdom equals a really fun time. We've talked about Scooby-Doo before. We've talked about a bunch of other things. If we're going to do family-friendly for a video game, Luigi's Mansion is it for me. Now, do you want the characters in their big clunky suits, or do you want just a guy running around with a mustache? No, I definitely need the... I need true representation of the big clunky suits. I, uh, I don't want no Elon Musk on SNL situation. I don't, I don't want nothing like that. Um, if, if I can tell that it's actually just Jerry who's down at the Philly cheesesteak place on iDrive before he comes in, that, that's too much. I, I need true representation. I think it should be the guy from the Mario Brothers movie. Oh, that's perfect. Whatever no, his totally, name is. I'm pretty sure he's dead, but you're right. Yeah, oh, that guy. We can just wheel him out. Well, I mean, it is a, a mansion that involves ghosts, so just bring That's back his true. ghost. Yeah. King Logical. Boo, Mario trapped in a painting, Peach trapped, Toads yelling at you the entire way through. What could be better? Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. I think it'd be cute. Thank you. Thank you. Hunter, yeah. I want you to be happy, but um, this is a lot. This is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot to process. You, I mean, you might as well like suggest Pokemon Snap. Actually, it should be Pokemon Snap, but make it like Dead Exposure. It, it's a perfect <laughs> crossover. There you go. It's just the scary Pokemon. It's just like Gyarados. Oh my god. Yeah. Gengar. Go. Yeah, just Ghastly Hunter Gengar. That's it. No one else. Well, don't worry. My next, uh, my next two houses are gonna make up for this one as far as like not going to be possible. <laughs> so don't, don't worry about it. I'm not going to knock your idea. I think it's cute. I'll happily knock your idea. (laughs) I appreciate the representation on the cute end. I I, I don't know. It could theoretically. No, never mind. It wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Duff. So what do you have up for round number two? Ooh. um, So I guess. All right. Yeah. The next one I'm going to go with is actually first like horror game that I like. I really liked and kind of got me into the genre a bit. Uh, and that would be uh, Fear, uh, the one that's like the acronym yeah. Fear. Yeah. That's a good um, one. I oh, I loved that game, and I think one of the reasons I loved it is part of the reasons it 
wouldn't be as good of a Horror Nights house. And that it, it kind of starts and even throughout continues a theme where it's more of like a a combat game, like a shooter. Um, but what it evolves into is, is what I really would love to see in the house. Um, which is, of course, my favorite uh, like AI villain ever. And that's Alma, uh, the terrifying little girl who just basically throws shit around at you and creates amazing imagery. And if I saw that in the house, I, I might die. In a good way. In a good way. Yeah, that that is one of the games that has managed to like genuinely scare me. And I had to like walk away for mm-hmm. a bit. <laughs> I think to this day it might uh, I might call it the scariest game I've ever played. Oh wow. Yeah. I could totally see this being the the quote unquote house that is just like, man, that was really great. Um the, kind of the sleeper hit of the event is what I think fear would be and kind of like yeah. how it is in general amongst horror video games. Yeah. I, sure. I don't, I mean, people who are into the genre obviously know it pretty well, but I feel like it gets a bit slept on, especially now that it's what, 15 years old, that, that doesn't yeah. help. Um, but it, it's, it, you know, it changed the way I chose my video games. Yeah. There's like three of them, isn't there? I think I've actually I never played two. the sequels. Surprisingly. Shelby, what are you thinking for your house number two? Um, well, okay, do you guys want the realistic choice or something that I want? I have so I wrote down so many just because I wrote down the ones that were like um would absolutely work for the event even if I don't want them versus like ones that I desperately want because they're like my scared my favorite games. Okay, um, I think I know where you're going with this. Um I think I'll leave them as like the last two that I wrote down as um, honorable honorable mentions. I'll mention them sure. later. Sure. Um, so I guess I'll go with SCP Containment Breach. I um, have never played this. A nope. lot of people haven't. It's um, strictly like an indie developed game that you can get for free online. Um, it was made popular by uh, that guy Markiplier, if you ever heard of him. I think he's like a, a small YouTuber. Um, <laughs> he, uh, like, back in, like, the heyday of him, like, playing games with, like, 5,000 followers, he started playing this game called SCP, and it caught my eye, and so I started playing it. Um, and then I didn't realize that it has, like, this incredibly deep lore involved with it, and it's, it involves, like, this whole website, and, like, to surmise, basically, what it's about is it's, like, an underground facility that is housing weird and unexplainable and deadly phenomenon. It's like this okay. government facility that is literally the SCP stands for secure, contain, protect. And you, when you play the game are a test subject, that's about to be okay. Like gotcha. eaten by this creature and then power goes out and all the creatures get out. So it's your job to, make it from the bottom of this facility up to the surface and get out all while trying to avoid all these really fucked up creepy things along the way. And it's awesome. So it sounds like it's kind of replicating the end of cabin in the woods in a way, as far as, Hey, you're in this, this underground facility and you've got all these various creatures chasing after you. Yeah. But worse, (laughs) it's, it's genuinely like disturbing some of these, these creatures and some of them are just objects that are just like, if you touch it, you'll die kind of a thing. Um, and they all sure. have documents that explain what they are. Um, and it, 
it's just crazy. You're, there's this one creature where if you blink, it gets closer to you. So you have to like keep yourself from blinking. That's one of the mechanics. Um, what? And that is the craziest gameplay mechanic I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I think it's like uh, running. So you have stamina and blinking and opening doors and picking up objects. That's it. So That's it's you, you just trying to escape. And it's, it's really, really utilizing the uh, the Doctor Who angel situation, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much, but it's like this weird clay doll. It's it's disgusting, but it uh yeah. There's so much to it. It expands beyond like the video game where there's like do- all these documents written about these creepy objects, and there's thousands of them that people have just written. It's like creepy pasta, but not as cringe. So it's cool. That's my <laughs> well, choice. <laughs> this could this could definitely be like the house that like this is your homework house, right? Like this is like your graveyard games mm-hmm. or your old website games where you have a bit of because I guess because you do not have that major like IP branding behind it. You want to educate people about what it is. And that's perfect for something like this. A little bit more underground. You're getting people to check out the material um yeah it sounds cool i once again i've never heard of it but yeah i'd be up for that yeah and it's it's so small like it's some like one dude made it i'm pretty sure and the graphics aren't great but that's what makes it like extra scary and it's just so good i i actually have never uh finished it without cheat codes i had to actually like go in there and get rid of a couple of the monsters because they i couldn't take them (laughs) so i i only finished it by cheating so I've never actually f- finished it on my own. Oh, well, that's all right. That's the best yeah. way to finish a game. I'm on board. Yeah. I will say if this happens, I need Universal to find a crazy way to like affect your blinking. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Just strobes nonstop. Just a repeat of patient zero is basically what it's this a little, is asking for. a little flapper that just you have to wear on your head and it comes down <laughs> to block your vision. Repurposing those snap uh, chat sunglasses from a couple years back. Oh, God. I try to forget about them. Perfect, perfect. (laughs) Well, I'll go ahead and pick up. Um, Going on, I've got uh, my number two, which is Doki Doki Literature Club. I'm just joking. Um, God, that would actually be (laughs) freaky. You got me excited. There you go. Um, I'm just kidding, but I know a couple of y'all got excited. I'm so disappointed for pulling that out. (laughs) I'm actually going to talk about the Hatsumiku house. Um, No, my my number two house is the one that I think is the video game property that is the most likely to happen. It just had a recent resurgence in a major, major way. Um, it's got a fair amount of critical claim behind it. It's also the fan reception has been super great. And uh, of course, I am talking about the Doom franchise. You know, it was revitalized a couple years back. We just had a sequel yet. And I think if anything is going to get the treatment at HHN, I think Doom is where it's at. The only thing that like maybe would turn them off a little bit is kind of like the the hellscape. <laughs> like they're they're trying to avoid too much of that religious backdrop it seems but also it's you know it's a video game get over it it's fun (laughs) but you know you're talking about the extreme gore of the doom franchise ripping off arms 
kicking people in the head, shooting them in the fucking dick and balls, <laughs> whatever you need to do, Doom's got you covered. And uh, once again, the settings, the hellscape, we talked about it with Dead Space a little bit earlier, but that space sci-fi theme and mix in with that fantasy element, it all just comes together to, I think, make something that would really translate incredibly well to Halloween Horror Nights. And uh, I mean... What you know, I can only think of one other property that like maybe has more brand recognition outside of traditional like horror franchises that could get it. And that's Mortal Kombat. We can have another discussion about that another time. <laughs> but I think that Doom is is perfect for the event. And if we're ever going to see one of these just show up at a random year outside of our, you know, video game year, I think Doom is the one. Yeah, so long as like that hardcore metal soundtrack is playing throughout the oh, entire man. house. Rip and tear, baby. Rip and tear. I, I feel like all the people who call for like old school HHN would have to love this, right? Like it's just loud music, gore, and I don't know what else you need if that's what you've been asking <laughs> for for years, right? Yeah, yeah. But I also think Doom just has enough of like the setting where you could say, oh man, that's a really cool house. What I'm saying is that this house would be penance for the fallen for giving us that house. So, you know, they can totally deliver on uh, the, the promise of the fallen, but using the Doom franchise instead. I just, it would be perfect. Yeah. And you put it right next to Luigi's Mansion. That's mm. exactly right. Actually, I heard when you exit Luigi's Mansion, you go right into Doom. It's like uh, that Netherworld situation <laughs> that we had last year, Shelby. <laughs> they oh, were going to go right into the other one. Um, it's good for kids. It's good for a family. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, now, all joking aside, I know I, I keep repeating it, but I think Doom's got a shot still. I think it, it is the franchise that has the most potential to show up. I fully agree i feel like yeah if they were to do a video game franchise to choose from that isn't like silent hill or uh resident evil like the two like main mostly known ones i feel like yeah doom would be absolutely what they choose next yeah totally yeah i do think it would be the most likely choice for any kind of video game franchise at this point um and not only just because it still has a big fan base and, and and we're still seeing games come out but because it's one that i feel like a lot of people just know, maybe not modern day, but you know, so, some older adults, not older adults, adults uh, just know the name Doom, I think. So it, it's something that I feel, I don't know if timeless is the word, but it would kind of always work. Yeah, totally, totally. All right. Well, now that we've gone ahead and hit round two of our houses with one final round to go, let's go ahead and take a quick break and hop over to the scare zones. So Duff, what's the first scare zone? Or, well, actually, what is the scare zone that you would like to bring to our video game event? Oh, well, unfortunately, it involves zombies because, you know, what scare zone doesn't involve zombies? Uh, That's kind of why I picked it. They they just work well in the streets and I don't like them in houses. So uh, reason one. Uh, But also I went with Dying Light and I think it's a great option for a scare zone because that like the open world um, just the, the sets and the scenes. I want to run so, across the rooftop in New York, is it, what you're saying. I mean, it, no. That's an extra charge. We're already using New York, aren't we? So I can't do that. Yeah, well, where are you going to put it? I guess Hollywood. No, we're not giving, we're not giving this to Hollywood. Okay. Are you crazy? Okay. I'm just kidding. I don't, I really, I don't know. I don't care. 
You could put it out in San Francisco. We'll Listen, put it in it's, Future World. It's Open zombies. It. I don't care where they put it. They could put it in Islands of Adventure. <laughs> I don't need to see it. I just had to come up with a suggestion, all right? <laughs> put it in Toon Lagoon. <laughs> Completely unrelated. <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights returns to Islands of Adventure. <laughs> it's just one scare zone. One it. scare zone in Toon Lagoon with no theming, just zombies. <laughs> Anyways, oh. the uh, the city and the buildings and the sets look absolutely beautiful in the game, and I think they'd work well in the scare zone. Uh, there's also really creative kills that I think you could see the aftermath of uh, that would make some really nice props. So um, I hate to go back to zombies, but I think it would work really well as a scare zone. They yeah, always totally do. Good work well in scare zones i think it's just the fact that it's easy for scare actors and it's easy like makeup wise mm-hmm. to make zombies so it's and it's always a good scare well sometimes sure i mean like even zombie land didn't happen well N- yeah remember the porta potty though people did love that section and that was that was fun and clever enough right True. so like there are ways to execute it it's just the rest of the scare zone and it not contributing past the first quarter of New York is basically the biggest issues with that zone. But yeah, uh, there's a reason for zombies showing up so many times, you know, like they are video game fodder. Like they are one of those. And and one of my like suggested scare zones was call of duty zombies. So obviously I'm not going to bring that up now because, well, first of all, I had a better one plan, but just like, yeah, zombies are part of video games. They're a mainstay left for dead was another one. It was going to happen at some point or another. Yeah, actually, actually, just, just oh, take no, Call of Duty zombies. That sounds better. Let's do that. Okay, Call More of unique. Duty zombies coming to Toon Lagoon at Islands of Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. My uh, a few of my choices have zombies too. One of my house choices actually had uh, zombies, but I'll mention it uh, at the end. But um, I guess that leads well, into to to me, right? Yep, my, sure okay, does. Cool. Um, well, I won't go the zombie route. Um, otherwise, I was going to choose uh, Days Gone as a as a scare zone. I don't think a lot of people have played that game, but you're basically like in the Midwest, not Midwest, sorry, the Northeast. It's not Northeast either. Jesus, Northwest. I am on a roll. Um, you're in the Northwest on like a motorcycle going around and uh, attacking like infected zombie-like people. Um, yeah. And you, uh, it's super easy to do like scenery. You, it would work in Central Park, but we've got Silent Hill. But um, enough about that. I want Alan Wake. Um, I, if you pay attention to like my Twitter from last year, um, one of my like quarantine projects was I designed like beginning to end uh, an Alan Wake haunted house. Um, but I think it would work as a scare zone. I think again, it would work in Central Park. I don't know where else you could put it, but it's just a bunch of people like shrouded in black carrying knives and axes and stuff and it could be really easily done um and be really spooky and dark and having alan wake like running around with a flashlight and all scared with a gun i think it'd be really cool yeah. i don't know if you guys played that no i i do think this is one of those that like if we didn't have silent hill over there yeah this is the central park zone it's got that mystique it's got that fog it's just, it would be, it would be very well done. It is one of those, like I said, hey, this is great that it's a dream event because it is one of those like super niche video game properties. But like, yeah, I know how much this franchise, well, I know how much this game means to you. We're not going to yeah. control. So it, <laughs> it, uh, well, it had a like pseudo sequel slash DLC. Um, 
I think it was American Nightmare come out, yeah. and that was like based in like Arizona, um, which I, you could also work with. But it's the main game that I like, most of my favorite uh, horror games always wind up in like the Northwest where I'm from. Go figure. But yeah. I think it'd be really spooky and fun. It's a property that again that a lot not a lot of people know, but I think it would work. It's my dream of it. So I think it would be great. Honestly, I think it hits the vibes really well. And and you were saying Central Park and yeah. kind of already took that. And but um, I think it would also work really well if you just did it in San Francisco. You can create very similar vibes over there. I think. Yeah. Um, and I think it it's the scare zone where we see like the kind of characters you'd see in that scare zone. I think you see similar styles portrayed over in San Francisco as is. It's kind of has that perfect like width for something like that. Um, so I think both of those scare zones can live happily together in separate areas of the park. Agreed. Yep. And it's pretty easy to just bring in a couple of like big fake pine trees and stick them around. Mm-hmm. It'll Definitely. work out. Yeah. So Hunter. with video games, obviously retro gaming has just exploded in recent years, um, especially with the, the prevalency of the online additions to like switch online, the miniature consoles, which are very popular still holding out for that that mini in 64 nintendo come through for me but i think retro gaming is super important and the impact that they had with an arcade you know during 29 i was just like man we we need something that kind of provides that that feeling that retro aesthetic but also ties super into video games. And I was like, hey, you know what? Something that HHN hasn't done a lot of is a fantasy setting. So (laughs) my idea for this was actually a scare zone over in Plaza of the Stars themed to Ghosts and Goblins. Um, Okay. If you don't know a ton about Ghosts and Goblins, Ghosts and Goblins is commonly regarded as one of the hardest video games ever made. It is known for you dying over and over and over again. We're not talking battle toads like speeder chase on here, but we are talking about a game with an extremely high difficulty originally released for arcade machines and then got its definitive release for a lot of people on the NES. There was a sequel for the super Nintendo and actually a new uh, remake kind of sequel got released this year um, with a new art style, bringing it back into the mainstream. It's considered an active franchise again. But of course, we're basing it off the classic franchise, and I just mean, what else do you need? You've got Arthur, our knight, our hero, going to rescue uh, Prin Prin, the princess, of course, from the evil Ultra Satan, Astaroth. There's a lot you could do here, whether that is, of course, the zombies, whether that is the Satan figures, whether that's dragons, whether that's the Cyclops. I just think that, plus the retro video game score, tweak it a bit, modernize it some, or even just pump the original in there, it would be a blast. And I think that's a perfect, like, if you're walking straight into the park, you kind of have something to set the tone of you're entering the world of video games. And Ghosts and Goblins was my uh, recommendation for that. I like that. I didn't even think Mm -hmm. about something like that. Yeah, I really like the angle you're taking there. Thank you. Uh, I will say, I don't know too much about it. I remember correctly, the only thing I've ever played in that series is uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, which I remember yeah. pretty well. Yeah, to play the, Super Nintendo. the shit out of that on the SNES, yeah. But um, otherwise, I don't know much about uh, anything else in the franchise. That was actually one of the first video games I ever played. Um, I think I had on Sega Genesis, and it was with that and Sonic. Hmm. Incredibly fun 
definitely designed to eat your quarters. And actually, there was one that I was I was debating in that spot. I was like, man, Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. And then I was like, but Ghosts and Goblins is even better. <laughs> and I ended up on that. I definitely wanted some retro video game. Just because, like, especially with old school video games, you know, the skeletons, the uh, zombies, like like we talked about previous, like those were the common like enemies in a, in a lot of these like side scrollers. So yeah, mm-hmm. it it had to be here. It had to be all like black lit and bright colors. You got it. You got the aesthetic because you got yeah. that black background with the bright colors on top of it. I totally think. And I yeah. just yeah, you know, a house might be stretching it a little thin, but a scare zone right there. I think that's good stuff. I oh. like it. All right, so let's go ahead and round up with our last house. Duff, what you got for me, man? Bring it on home. So this is tough. I made such a big list in anticipation I'd get some stolen, but nope, none stolen. Yeah, I know. So I'm trying to think what we've picked and what might flow the best, but I've decided I don't care about that, and I'm just going to pick the one I want to see the most of the house. (laughs) Uh, And that's going to be Until Dawn. Ah, it was Uh, on my list as well. uh, Nice choice. Uh, I like Until Dawn a lot because it it took the slasher genre and portrayed it well as a video game, which you really don't see much of, in my opinion. No. Um, I think it has a setting that could be amazing for a house. You know, you're out in the mountains. Uh, this cabin is so detailed. Um, there's, and that's not it. Like, you can encounter the mine shaft that they have out there, the cable car. I don't know. Somehow make you take a ride on that. Yeah. Uh, that'd be insane. Um, there's just amazing scenery, and it plays so tropey to what a slasher is uh so yeah. it's also just a lot of fun it'll make you laugh um it'd just be a really fun house i think totally totally and i think until dawn is one of those that just it's it's perfect um because you can kind of visualize it in your head because we saw similar enough with yeti terror of the yukon where you're like oh kind of like that but twisted a bit to focus on the cabin going into the mines Okay, yeah, I see it. I have no input because I haven't played it. <laughs> That's interesting, Shelby, because yeah. how much do you know about it? Uh, very little. I just remember my friends freaking out about it. Um, I thought about playing it, but then I saw the, the gameplay style, and that's personally not my type mm. of gameplay style that I like, so I just never played it. Well, it's, you can picture it. It's a bunch of yeah. horny teens who go to a cabin and, uh, you know, and they're killed off slowly. Oh, cool. Okay. Very, very basic slasher concept. (laughs) Totally. Uh, But however, there is one thing that might be of interest to you, though, Shelby. The uh, bad guys of the story are actually Wendigos. They show up Mm. at the the end of the story there. Hmm. Interesting. That would have been a better pitch. Wendigos? Yeah, if I would have pitched it that way, that would have sounded a lot better. (laughs) <laughs> that's, I'll chop it together. Hey, Duff, you remember when you pitched, when you talked, you know, you cut out briefly, but then Wendigos sure sound pretty cool. Yeah, right. I know. I, I, I love leading with that. That was a great choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good choice, though. I think that's that's a solid one. Well, Shelby, oh, come on. I know you've got like a million things you got to pick from right now. I have so many. If there's it's... one you don't pick, I'm going to have to pick up the slack so people don't get mad at us. That's so... the point we're at. Um, how many honorable mentions are we allowed? I mean, I've got two after this. Okay. I can, I can so shout out. let me, you know what? Fuck it. Castlevania. Oh. Okay. You did it. Okay, good. I yeah. was hoping you would end on this <laughs> note. <laughs> Castlevania. Specifically like Symphony of the Night with that kind of 
Yeah, that line. the best Castlevania. Oh for yeah, sure. hands down. Um, I feel like it, it, it's doable because I guess like the the anime series is fairly popular these days, and it it has its like last season, like I think airing like this weekend. Yeah. You have a point where, like, it is a video game franchise, but by extension of it being other media, it has a decent chance of showing up. Yeah. And it, like, it kind of, it could be right next to um, your scare zone up front and keeping up that, like, classic, like, 16 bit. Or is it, is it 16 or 32? I don't remember what, whatever. It doesn't matter. The it old, depends like, on which console. Yeah. Yeah. That old side scrolling video game feel, you could keep that. Uh, matching up with your scare zone at the front of the park and just keep that old, that old like retro vibe while also keeping it scary. You could make it like castle vampire or, you know, Dracula untold. You could keep it like that, but like imagine it all like blacklit or like bright colors and weird, uh, not weird, but like cool old, uh, eight, like old, Oh my God, I'm losing my, my words. Uh, old, like video game music, like eight bit, you know the the term I'm trying to come yes, up with. <laughs> completely, and you know this is one of those that just by extension of being something vampire, anytime vampires show up, I feel like that house is ratcheted up a couple levels as far as the intensity. Mm-hmm. It's just the vampires, whether that is Dracula's brides and Universal monsters, who I found to consistently be the most frightening scare actors throughout the event at twenty nine. Or, you know, we even saw with The Bride of Frankenstein Lives, the the ladies work it. And uh, I'm sure the guys will too. But just like vampires bring such an energy to the event where, yeah, like some people might say, oh, we've we've had too many of these monsters. I don't know. I, no, I think vampires never show up vampires. every year. Yeah. There's a reason they show up every year, right? Yeah. I don't think there has been a year without vampires since I've been going. And I am okay with that. And I want that trend to continue. Amen to that. Yep. Castlevania rocks. I'm so glad you picked it because this is the one that I was talking about where people were going to be mad that <laughs> they did not get brought up at some point. For sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I have other like more popular ones on my list that would make sense in the event if I brought them up. But like Castlevania is like one of the franchises that I really, really like. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. Here we go. It, I gotcha. There it is. <laughs> Well, that allows me to pick the other major IP, and I wanted to close on this note because I definitely feel like this one I see circulated a lot in the fan community as something they would like to see, um, something that would work because there's plenty of material for them to use, and it's one of those things where I think any normal year, probably not, but... In the context of a video game year, I think this is the perfect addition for the MIB tent. And I am talking, of course, about Dead by Daylight. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Dead by Daylight is just, I mean, it's they talk of the horror video game world. Even people that don't like traditional horror video games have been on Dead by Daylight for several years. And it really doesn't feel like it's lost traction. If anything, it's gained um you know, not only does the game feature popular killers, like they've even got the Demogorgon in there now. They've put Ash Williams in there as a survivor, but um, we're talking Michael Myers. Um, we're talking Leatherface. You've got these iconic characters in there, but what a lot of people love about Dead by Daylight are the original characters, which mm-hmm. ties heavily into HHN lore and history. People love the originals. And I think seeing these characters 
adapted in that format where even if it's like a run situation um, or even like a slaughter cinema in the sense of each room is dedicated to a particular killer, I think that would really, really resonate with people and people would actually be very, very excited for it. I just think Dead by Daylight is one of those where it's kind of a long shot. I would say maybe it has the potential of showing up at some point if they continue this forward momentum and especially if it gets moved into other media later on. But people would be so stoked on this one at a video game house. And I think the MIB tent is the perfect location for it. Yeah. It's one of those franchises that you see like a lot of older people who are well established into the horror community are playing. But then there's also like younger kids playing it getting to know who these horror characters are and it's kind of getting them into the horror community and it's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like, thank you. I appreciate that. I actually left this one off my list just cause I expected for sure it would be taken. Yeah. And, and I was starting to get worried it wouldn't happen. Um, so it was, it was going to accidentally end up on my honorable mentions. Uh, so I'm happy you said it. Yeah. I just think if you're doing video game horror, it has to show up in some sort of capacity. And it was one of those where I'm like, ah, oh, someone's going to take it. But then like looking at the list here, like, man, we, we've got a heck of a lineup here. So this could even be one that honestly, I could say even works in a scare zone, especially one of the stage theme scare zones in the spirit of like seven or something like that over in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You could totally do something like that with dead by daylight. But I think putting it back there in the MIB tent, that's just, that's perfect to me. Chef kiss. Yes. Well, Shelby, you've mentioned several times. You've had some (laughs) honorable mentions. I'm I'm telling you, I mean, video games are like just something that I'm really passionate about. So um, it was really hard to choose only three houses and only, you know, one scare zone. Um, So I guess uh, we'll start off with two of my honorable mentions for my house. And then you guys can go around and then we do one or two honorable mentions for the scare zones. What do you think? Um, I have one honorable mention for the scare zone. I briefly mentioned it, but I think I could expand upon it a bit. Okay. Uh, But yeah, go on ahead, whatever you got. All right. So my first one um, is not a video game franchise. I'm the biggest fan of, Um, I played it a little bit when it first came out, but ever since then, the fandom has just evolved into chaos and like children playing it. So when I say that it'll work at the event, I say it in the way that it'll be very popular and pull people in. And that's five nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Mm. I am not the biggest fan of that that game franchise. I think it's going to happen to be perfectly honest. I think like this one is on a timeline to track for some, if they need to fit in, you know, when that Blumhouse movie comes out, I, I think it's, it's going to happen at some point to be perfectly honest. Um, Do you want me to go right into the second one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Left for Dead. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another zombie one, but I feel like that would be a really fun house to go through where you're like trying to make it to the checkpoints and the you have the actors like screaming at you along the way and like yelling like meds here and needing help. And I think it'd be really, it would almost feel interactive as you're going through it and they're like treating you as like a survivor trying to make it through the zombie hordes to get to like the next hideout point i think it'd be yeah, it's, it's kind of like dead exposure with the urgency through various settings right like yeah 
Yeah, totally. Um, this is one that I is on my honorable mention list as well. I mentioned it briefly. when We were joking about the Toon Lagoon zombie scare zone. Um, but yeah, I just think the diverse characters, um, you could totally put it out there on the streets. You've got the characters, um, which are pretty recognizable, whether that's Nick and the gang or coach, um, whoever, you throw them all out there. Um, you could even do cast A and uh, cast C are going to be Left 4 Dead 1 and then cast B and cast D oh, are Left 4 Dead 2. You know, you swap it yeah, out like that, that way. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, I think that this is one that, man, I wish uh, HHN was doing its IPs during like when the games were out during its prime because, mm-hmm. man, it, it hurts to realize that these games are 13 years old now. <laughs> but like me. that is the case. But yeah, it's totally one that... I think works great on the streets, but I also think would work pretty good in the house. Yep. This was actually uh, also my honorable mention uh, specifically oh, for scare zone. Um, it, I actually almost used it as my choice. Um, I, I kind of just didn't because it's one of the bigger ones. I was trying to leave that off because I was trying to avoid that for the most part. Uh, I think it might make a slightly better. I think it will be a better choice for marketing purposes over dying light. At the very least. So, um, I mean, it's still a great option. I think we all avoided it because we all kind of thought someone else was going to choose it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, there's my other uh, final honorable mention that I had on here was one that I really kind of debated whether or not it was going to be my personal choice or if there was something that deserved it a little bit more. Uh, was going to make the cut. And of course, I'm talking about Luigi's Mansion. Uh, no, but <laughs> seriously. Uh, <laughs> oh, where it belongs. Do- yes. Yeah. Doki Doki Literature Club. Um, <laughs> however, no. Um, so <laughs> I, I had to choose between an ultraviolet franchise and I ended up picking Doom just because that one, I think, makes the most sense. But man, if I wouldn't be hyped for a Gears of War house. Ooh. Um, Yeah, I just think, you know, like I'm an Xbox guy through and through, but like neither here nor there, the way that you all reacted proves my point. The locus, the settings there, just the Lancer with the chainsaw Mm -hmm. attached, those big, huge guys in their their big suits of armor versus the locus. Like, I think that would be a a hell of a house. And the only reason it didn't make it my cut was because I was trying to get differing like stuff together i felt that maybe the gore element was a little too similar to doom but if they announce gears of war like i have a hard time imagining people being upset about that and instead just going holy shit that sounds amazing (laughs) yeah i think that'd be awesome i think it'd be hyper violent the costumes Mm -hmm. would be cool settings would be yeah i like it i'd be 100 percent down make it happen and then they ruin it by making it a 3D house. <laughs> you mentioned you wanted more fantasy houses, and you said the word war, and I was like, oh shit, God of War. Clash of Clans coming to <laughs> Halloween Hardness. <laughs> like, like the first three God of War games, not the most recent one, but like those first three, like hack and slash button mashing, yeah. beat the shit out of monsters until you rip their heads off. I think that'd be fun house no we're we're overdue for more mythology themed houses um totally you know it's been 10 event years since hades so like it's it's time uh for sure but yeah i totally agree on god of war duff did you have anything else uh yeah i have a couple um so i'll I'll say my cop out one that i teased a little bit earlier and that's a jurassic park trespasser 
There you go. <laughs> it's not a it's not a house list without Jurassic Park showing up. On exactly. The I, I had to cheat to get it in there. You know, yeah. it is what it is. Uh, and I picked Trespasser specifically because it's it's the game that you do the most um, going actual places and not just dinosaurs beating the shit out of each other. So I thought it made the most sense to pick uh, as an actual house that you'd experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, I did it basically just to sneak Jurassic Park in. And it's a game I played a lot, so. You know, it's the alien enough. isolation uh, of your list. Exactly. Correct. Yeah. Even though they're both technically on my list. <laughs> um, but a more serious one. Uh, I, I kind of wanted to rectify Depths of Fear. Uh, so I went with Soma. Oh. So um, oh if you don't God, know, yeah. very similar. It's uh, undersea base. Uh, it's going to be a lot of strobe alarms going off. Uh, the sets would look almost exactly the same. Uh, the big difference is being the character selection, um, no mouth brooders uh, hurting the scare actors. Uh, so that'd be nice. Uh, mm-hmm. But actually you have uh, robots who pretty much believe they're people. Uh, and then you have these uh, tentacly slimy creatures that are kind of octopus-like, I guess you could say. I don't know how else to describe them. Um, but beyond that, too, it has kind of like this ethics thing because you're killing the robots who actually believe they're real people. Because they have the consciousness of people. So I, I think it's a lot deeper than what you would have got in Depths of Fear. Uh, so there'd be a lot more story to tell. Um, otherwise, the set's very similar. Uh, and I, I'm all about that kind of aesthetic. Yeah. I remember when they first did like the promotional stuff for Soma with like the real actors like talking to the, the computer. Mm. It was really unsettling. And I was so hyped for that game. Oh, yeah. It, it's it a game good. that. It it's unsettling is the correct word. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you, you feel terrible. A lot of the things you do in that game, I think. Yeah. That's why I've only played it once. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm going to give it a second playthrough. That was a little painful, but fun, <laughs> but fun. Um, Hunter, did you have any more? Yeah. So, I mean, I had Seaman, which came out on the uh, Sega Dreamcast. You might remember this game for uh, it's the game where it's a fish with a human face um, you talked into a microphone, you played around with it. Um, there was a lot happening in, in Seaman, but yeah, I, 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 I'd be, uh, upset if I didn't get a chance to, to bring that up. So you have a depths of fear replacement too. Very nice. Yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, what about Shaq Fu? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we, we could fit it. Are we, <laughs> uh, my, my suggestion is Sonic Forces. Um, if you miss Sonic Forces, then you really missed it. No, actually, let's do Curse of the Werehog. I was, like, yeah, I was we about can to put say. That right next to Luigi's Mansion. It's perfect. What do we have in the sound stages? We're going from Castlevania to Doom to Luigi's Mansion 3. And then <laughs> what was your suggestion for the sound stage? Oh, Dead Space stuff? <laughs> Correct, yes. We just have Luigi's Mansion 3 to break it up right there in the middle. Um, <laughs> just so you can, like, ah, Mamma Mia. <laughs> Oh, you can have the Luigi meet and greet right next to meet and greet. The right next to the uh, Resident Evil Scare Zone. You know what they should do? They should have it exit out directly into Louis, and you can be like, "What in the Italian fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> How did I get here? It's a me, Louis, uh, the third Mario brother." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's our first meet and greet for the podcast. Is outside of Louis Mario? Yeah, it's you. You with a mustache. 
it's just me in the costume of Tony from Tony's Frozen Pizzas. <laughs> and people are like, wait a minute. No, it's me. It's Louie. I promise. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <sighs> Is that an end? Are we at the end? Okay. I'll uh, give, you, I'll give you one more. Uh, oh. Pa Rapper the Rapper. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Perfect. I do have a uh, uh, couple serious ones. but uh, No, please. That's uh, okay. uh, what I just said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> For for Central Park, I want either Bloodborne or mm. like Call of Cthulhu or Singing City. It Man, wouldn't I be totally thought Bloodborne was going to show up on your list. It yeah and no, it's such a it 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 would work as a scare zone, but it would never work as a house. I mean, you could try to make it as a house, but it's but just, you just so... fucking kill you in the house. Yeah, you're dead. But you have to go about, back to go- the beginning. Thinking about going through that house, though, and then just, like, at the very, very end, all goes silent, and then you're in a black room, and it just says, you have died in red ooh. letters. Okay, That's never mind. That's the only reason I was like, ooh, oh, okay. But you could do, like, yeah, Dark Souls. definitely thought even. about this. My thought yeah. Yeah. was, my thought was, like, the exterior parts of Bloodborne, where there's the, um, the gravestones and the sculptures and stuff like that where like the gravestones are like splitting in half and there's like viscera and then you have like the Yarnum citizens walking around and scaring you that's what I was picturing but Mm. you did bring up a good point with the house I mean it's only one room you could fit it in somewhere else right (laughs) yeah sure yeah what was the other one you had Shelby oh uh Call of Cthulhu uh slash uh the sinking city just, I mean, it wouldn't be an episode, um, including me, if I didn't mention anything like Lovecraft related that I want at the event. <laughs> sure, sure. And I mean, you could even say if this wasn't video games and we just expanded it to games. I mean, D and D, D and D's having yeah. its resurgence. Can you imagine a D and D house? Who? Someone brought that up. Was it you? I think that was our trip to Netherworld, where I was talking about how. Fantasy is super underutilized at HHN, and how a D&D with its resurgence would like actually be pretty popular, I think. Yeah, absolutely. You go on a campaign, there's a quest in the beginning, and a mind flare. Yeah, I like it. Um, but that's the end of my list. That's the end of mine, too. I'm done. Hooray. Um, I am missing one from my list, and it was um, Duff's last choice. For the houses, I forgot what it was. Uh, it, it my last honorable mention or my last actual choice? Actual choice. Oh, uh, until dawn. That's right. Okay, I wrote all of them down just because I didn't know if you want to mention them at the end. Perfect. Well, hey, actually, Shelby, that is a great transition into. So, what do we have at our video game themed HHN year? Um, so far for the houses, um, we have. Dead Space, Bioshock, Luigi's Mansion, Hell Fear, yeah. SCP Containment Breach, Doom, Until Dawn, Castlevania, and Dead by Daylight. I don't know about I don't know about you guys, but like whoever put Luigi's Mansion on the list, that man's a genius. I uh, <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Um, for zones, we have Resident Evil. Silent Hill, Dying Light, Alan Wake, and Ghosts and Goblins. I'm about it. I'm about it. How you feeling, Duff? 
I'd pay at least $50 for this event. There we go. As long as you've got the Coca-Cola promotion. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good that way. No, I want the, the Volcano Bay special. <laughs> I want the Burger King trash bag. <laughs> so we'll be back to finish our wrap-up on HHN25 now that we've got this warm-up out of the way. But for now, I do want to go ahead and thank my very special guest and co-host, Duff. Thanks for being here, man. Oh, it was a pleasure. Uh, I, I ribbed you a little bit for it, but honestly, it was an honor to make my official Catacombs debut. Uh, I, I've said it previously, but uh, Catacombs is, you know, part of the reason we have a podcast at 365. So I'm um, very grateful. Hey, you know, it's awesome to have you. And uh, I'm sure Matt and uh, Quint really appreciate that. Our founding fathers, hopefully <laughs> we're not steering the boat too far into the ground. But <laughs> hey, if we want to keep up with you, Duff, where is the best place to do that? Yeah, we're on uh, Twitter and Instagram at HHN365. And then, of course, you could find our podcast weekly, by the way. So, you know, check us out every... Well, actually, not this week. I lied. Usually (laughs) weekly. Uh, It's HHN365, and uh, you can find that anywhere that you uh, get your podcasts. Perfect. Shelby, thanks for being here. Yeah, it was uh, fun to finally get back into the recording thing. Yes, it's been too long thinking we were going to have announcement episodes to to talk about. (laughs) But yeah, we're going to have to get back in the saddle and at least wrap up 25 before we take another three-month hiatus. (laughs) Yeah, but it wouldn't be catacombs if we didn't have a show like every three months. That's exactly right. We will post our HHN uh, 30 review episode in January, uh, <laughs> long after you've stopped caring about our opinions <laughs> of the events. Our, <laughs> caring on that tradition. Our instant reaction to Horror Nights 30 will be in June of 2022. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. But Shelby, if the folks want to keep up with you, where can they do that? Um, if they want to, I'm not going to tell them to, but if they want to, they can follow me on Twitter, um, Instagram, and Facebook at Cryptoguts. Uh, pretty easy to spell. Pretty easy to look for. Same icon on everything. So if you want to follow me, again, I'm not telling you to, but you can. Go follow me there. Make sure to give Wendy a follow over at Cryptoguts. That's the least you can do. (laughs) And if you want to keep up with me, the best place to do that is on Twitter. You can find me at HanBrolo77. That's H-A-N-B-R-O-L-O-7-7. Make sure to give the NeoZaz website a checkout so you can keep up to date with all of the shows on the network that we are so proud to be a part of. Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. And until next time, just remember... Your time has come. Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a Neozaz Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at neozaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright, Universal Studios, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast and follow our Twitter account at Neozaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Neozaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Thanks for listening.
But for now, for Duff, Shelby, and myself, that brings us to the end of Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. And just remember, fear is going to f*** you in the HHN 30 exclusively at the Universal Orlando Resort. Book your vacation packages using coupon code NEOZAZ for literally nothing off. It will actually say promo code not recognized. This is actually a lie. What you're going to do is you're going to follow a man in a yellow poncho. His name is Bob. He's standing outside of the Walgreens on iDrive. It's very close to Endless Summer Resort. Once you talk to Bob, he's going to lead you over to the nearby Burger King. You're going to say, Wapa Wapa, me daddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. Uh- <laughs> <laughs>